Athletes are losing big money on crypto and NFTs, and the amounts are staggering. And they're in the millions, actually, eventually approaching uh, over a billion dollars, I'm sure. So we're going to talk about the crypto NFT market. We're going to talk about what's going on in the stock market and a few other things. So get comfortable, buckle up your seatbelt. We're going to get started on the Black Financial Channel right now. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. That's theblackfinancialchannel.com. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I'm your friendly neighborhood finance professor. On the Black Financial Channel, we talk about black wealth and black economics every single day, sometimes as much as 10 times a day under one condition. The condition is that we are black first. Black first means we put our community at the top of our priority list. Black first means that we care about our children. Black first means we educate our people. Black first means we break generational curses. We don't continue them. Black first also means that we understand black wealth is black power. If you agree with this philosophy, put a B1 in the chat, hashtag B and the number one. That is the black first ideology. So if you agree with that, uh, go ahead and put your B1s in the chat. Hey, Mary Jane. Hey, Anthony Scott. <clears throat> hey, Sherelle Cooper. How are you? Uh, good to see you. Sherelle says that's really sad, dear. Yeah, it is sad. So in fact, let me jump right into this. So um, how many of you, I'm really curious, how many of you actually have bought <clears throat> either NFTs or crypto or anything like that in the last uh, few months? How many of you have bought NFT, how many NFT crypto investors are out here? And if, you, if you're not an NFT investor uh, or a crypto investor, put no in the chat. If you are an investor, put yes. I'd be curious to know uh, how many of you have jumped in. Okay, uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Mary Jane says, I'm fine. Thanks for asking. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, Jewish, let's see here. Jewish man told us NFTs and cryptos are not good. Well, remember, there's nothing magical about Jewish people. Uh, they're nice people, I'm sure. But you, you remember, black people, I think the black people are magical. So uh, so it doesn't mean that they're, the person's wrong. It just means that there's nothing special about them being Jewish. That means that what they're going to say is absolutely correct. But shout out to the Jewish community for uh, for building uh, cultural wealth in a way that's actually exemplary. And, and, and I respect that. Sorry. So anyway, um, so, so here's what uh, got my attention today. So I, I was driving home. <clears throat> excuse me, I had to go pick up my son from the University of Louisville and I drove him home today uh, from Kentucky. And during that time, my wife, my beautiful wife sent me a uh, a screenshot of something that I thought was worth uh, discussing on today's podcast. And it is kind of just a little glimpse of some of these athletes and how much money uh, they have lost on NFTs and crypto and everything else. And uh, I'm going to share this. This is on my Twitter. My Twitter is The Real Boys Watkins. I know it's not completely big. I'm going to take my, my face off of here if I can to see if, see if you guys can read a little bit better. Uh, but anyway, uh, and, and I'm going to read some of this to you. <clears throat> so some of the names on here, uh, there is um, Trevor Lawrence, uh, who's in the NFL. He's lost $24 million on crypto. Uh, let's see here. You go down the list. Uh, the other, The next one is uh, there is a... Um, another NFL star that lost about a million named Sean Culkin, uh, Russell Okung lost 6.5 million. And I'm not sure if Russell's the guy who actually got his whole paycheck in, in Bitcoin. I'm gonna talk about that in a minute. Andre Iguodala lost about 2.6 million, but Andre's a smart guy and a good investor. So he's probably going to be fine. Saquon Barkley lost just 750,000, which he can, he can, I'm sorry, Odell Beckham Jr. lost 750,000. That's not terrible. Uh, the, Saquon Barkley. Now he it looks like he lost ten million dollars uh, from crypto. And if, if if I'm not mistaken, I can't help but but say that I think I remember that Saquon Barkley um, actually got his paycheck in Bitcoin or something like that. Let me see. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna do a Google search. I should have done this before the podcast. Hit the thumbs up button if you haven't done it yet. But let me see here. Saquon Barkley Bitcoin. 
Um, uh, let's see here. Okay, yeah, I think that he he wanted his 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 part of his money in Bitcoin. I, I could have sworn that Barkley um, said something, uh, you know, about getting. Oh, uh, here we go. Let me back up. He says. It says Saquon Barkley to refute to receive all future endorsement money in Bitcoin. Uh, this is the article here. I'm going to share my screen so you guys can see this. And I'm going to kind of talk to you guys about this a little bit. Uh, and I'm not condemning Saquon or condemning the athletes. I just want to provide a perspective for you to consider. Okay. So let's 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 look at this real quick. So here, here's the article. I'm gonna try to scroll up so you can see it. Saquon Barkley to receive all future endorsement money in Bitcoin. The giant, this is uh, July 15th, 2021. This is back when Bitcoin's flying high. Uh, at that time, I thought Bitcoin was going to keep flying, but things change when it comes to economics and economic predictability. Uh, so uh, let, let's dig in. It says, um, the Giants start to receive eight plus figures in annual endorsement money with move to crypto. Eight figures. That's over $10 million. That's big. Those That's big numbers. As cryptocurrencies become a more popular investment, more and more people with the means to do so are transitioning away from cash and toward crypto as a wealth growth option. One NFL athlete who has latched onto that trend is New York Giants star Saquon Barkley, who's taken a significant step as it relates to his present and future earnings. So they said during an appearance of the Best Business Show, he announced that he will be taking all of his and future endorsement money exclusively in Bitcoin through a partnership with Strike, which uses the Lightning Network payments platform to convert direct deposits into checking accounts into Bitcoin. Uh, so his annual endorsement earnings from Nike, Pepsi, Visa, Dunkin' Donuts, among others, will be eight plus figures. And he says also, he says, you see inflation, you see how high it is right now. And you learn that you can't save yourself to wealth. You can't. You can't save yourself to wealth. I want you all to stick a pin in that statement. Stick a pin in that statement that you can't save your way to wealth. Uh, he says, that's why I'm going to be taking my marketing money in Bitcoin. All right. So let me uh, let me give some perspective on this. So first of all, I want to say this. <clears throat> I'm not here to diss Saquon Barkley or say, oh, my God, what's wrong with you? That's crazy. You're stupid. What's wrong? Let me just tell you about how economics ebbs and flows, guys. Um, with economics, you know, one year a person will look like a genius because the market moved to the left. The next year they'll look like an idiot because the market moved to the right. And then they'll look like a genius again the next year because the market moved back to the left again. Market conditions determine how we feel about a person's uh, investing ability. The, the, the fact that Bitcoin has done has not done well this year, the fact that the crypto market is sinking <clears throat> is in conjunction with a broader downturn of all economic activity in America. The recession is coming. The stock market is crashing. Inflation is high. There is a war in Ukraine. And so all these factors are coming together to cause an economic downturn, which has spilled first and foremost on to crypto. Crypto is kind of like the black people of financial investments. And why do I say that? Crypto is the black people of investing. And, and why do I say that? Well, because black people, as you know, we're the last hired, first fired. We're, you know, when, when, black, when white folks catch a cold, black folks get pneumonia. Whatever the world is going through, we go through an exaggerated version of what the world is going through. So Bitcoin in crypto, because it is a uh, a highly volatile space, because it's new, it's trendy, it's cool, but it's also very risky, crazy, and and and, and kind of ridiculous. Um, you, you know, you're 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 looking at a scenario where there's just a lot of chaos there, and it's gonna get hit hard first. Um, now, so 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 
So what I would say to Saquon, though, is this. And actually, I'm going to tell you what I would say to Saquon in one second. Let me – I had a meeting just now, and I realized I'd had this meeting, and I messed up. But I'm going to text the person I'm supposed to meet with to let her know um, I need uh, a few minutes. Um, uh, so give me a second here. All right, I just sent her a text. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, and so so with Saquon Barkley, what I would say to him, what I would have said to him back in July is I would have said, Okay, getting all your money in Bitcoin is really risky. Uh, Bitcoin is a messy, volatile asset. Bitcoin is an asset. See, with the stock market, when I was doing my PhD, all I did was study stock market data. All I, I looked at 120 years of data, and you had different scenarios. You could see how the market reacts in certain conditions. You could analyze certain companies. We were in there analyzing the financial body of the stock market the same way a surgeon goes through and studies the human body. You know, you can look at the lungs and the ribs and the and the in the and every part of the body and analyze every piece. How does it respond to heat? How does it respond to cold? What happens when you catch COVID and then you get better? Right? We can look at all that. So we can look at the stock market the same way. We can look at how the market reacts after a recession. How do you predict a recession? How do you know which stocks tend to get hit the worst with a recession? Like we had all this data. We have a hundred over a hundred years of understanding of how the market works. With Bitcoin, we don't have none of that. We have we have nothing. We have about a decade. And and and, and it's the infancy. It's like it's like if you have a child that is under 10 years old. A scientist doesn't know as much about the 10-year-old as they might know about a 70-year-old that they've been studying their whole entire life. So Bitcoin and crypto is a new market. It is very volatile. It is very, um, there's a lot of mystery yet left to be unfold. There are lots of crashes that have to occur for us to figure out how to do it quite right. And it's a very dangerous place to put the bulk of your money. So so what I, was, what I would have said to, to, to Saquon is I would have said, look, I get it participate, jump in crypto. Crypto's fun. Crypto's interesting. If you like it and you believe in it, go for it. But don't bet your whole family's future on Bitcoin because there are too many risk factors involved. Like we know, for example, we know that when the stocks, stock market dips, we know what's going to happen. You give it about two, three years, your money's coming back. Your money's coming back. No question. We don't know that about crypto. We don't know that about Bitcoin. We don't know about that about Ethereum. We don't know which cryptos are going to survive. We don't know what the whole crypto market and system is going to look like. We don't know what new regulations will be put in place. Remember, Celsius Celsius is a crypto stake platform. Celsius was operating like a bank without a banking system to back it up. So Celsius got to the point where they're going down and they took people's money with them. For the last time I checked, Celsius was not giving people their money back. So, so... This is going to take up the eye of the regulators. When these things happen, people call up their congressmen, they call up their senators, and they say, they took my money. You know what they do then? They start passing laws. And when they start passing laws, that regulation slows your role a little bit because their goal, their job is to protect the consumer. This already happened in the stock market, primarily, particularly, in particularly in the Great Depression. In the Great Depression, in 1929, the stock market, in my view, looked a lot like crypto does now. It was wild and crazy and it was a frenzy and there was little regulation. People did whatever they wanted. They sold all kinds of nonsense and people were buying it because everybody was like, ah, we can make all this money. And then everything crashes. <clears throat> people lose everything. People are jumping out of windows, losing all their wealth. And then suddenly the regulators step in by 1931, 32, 33, and they start passing law after law after law designed to protect consumers.
So some regulations and some laws are burdensome. Some of them are irritating. Sometimes the government is just stupid. But there are some situations where the laws actually help. Like they're, they're, you know, the fact the, the creation of the FDIC, for example, to back up the banking system so that there will be no runs on the bank. That's a pretty good idea, because that means that if I put my money over in Bank of America, I've got at least some degree of protection. I got some degree of recourse. If something goes wrong, Bank of America isn't going to say, well, not, we, we, we took all your money. We, you're not going to get it back. But if I'm putting my money in a crypto platform with its corporate headquarters in Hong Kong. What recourse do you think I have if those stable coins start falling apart like they are right now? So so ultimately, um, the, the, let's just say this about the losses. The athletes have lost a lot of money in crypto. A lot of people have lost a lot, a lot of money in crypto. Billions of dollars have been lost. This doesn't mean the athletes are stupid. One thing that's important is that there's a difference between uh, a realized loss and an unrealized loss. What you sell is it, it, a loss in terms of what you sell means that it's game over. You've, you've accepted the loss. You left the game. It's over. But if you haven't sold yet, then the loss has not completely been realized. <clears throat> it hasn't been taxed. It's not the same as a loss when you actually sold the asset. And and so, so I wouldn't say that these guys are stupid. I'm not saying that at all. I think that situations like this aren't necessarily reasons to double down or walk away. Really, they are just tests of your commitment. Like in, like in a bad relationship, if somebody says, well, 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 she cheated on you. Should you leave or should you stay? Well, I would say I'm not going to tell you if you should leave or stay. I would just say it depends on how committed you are to the relationship because you could hold on. You could hold H-O-D-L, hold on for dear life, go to a therapist, work it out, figure it out and keep on moving. And then that way, 50 years from now, you get to say we had a 50 year marriage. Well, you could say this is enough. I'm out. I'm gone. I'm going to walk away. Right. So this is a test. This is really a test of the uh, patience of the investor. Uh, it's, it's a test to see how committed are you really to the crypto space. Um, I'm not committed to all the crypto space. Some of the crypto space is fraudulent. Uh, I, In fact, I even saw, I don't even know if this is true or not, but this is really interesting. There's a whole theory right now about the whole Bored Ape Yacht Club being connected to neo-Nazis. And I'm gonna tell you all the truth. My son had me listen to the video on the way back from University of Louisville when we were driving uh, back home. That video is very compelling. Very compelling. And I mean, shout out to Dame Dash and the Earn Your Leisure guys and stuff, because I think that they had mentioned something about how weird it is that they have all these monkey images and we're buying all these monkeys. I, I, I never bought one and I'm not making fun of people who have. Uh, but and I'm sure that they're being hit pretty hard, too. I'm sure that their little coin that they release has, has plummeted in value. But uh, but 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 some of these spaces are problematic. Some of them are fraudulent. Uh, some of them are being used for money laundering. Uh, some of them have artificially created value. Uh, some of them are being pushed up maybe by the entertainment industry with certain entertainers promoting stuff and pumping stuff out. And what's going to happen that's really interesting is after the dust settles, you're going to start seeing congressional hearings. You're going to start seeing uh, charges being filed against maybe certain celebrities for promoting something that eventually ended up going bankrupt. So ultimately, you're going to start seeing kind of um, uh, this cleansing process. That happens every few years in financial markets where a lot of money gets lost. And then they look back and they say, what happened? So uh, I don't think these athletes and entertainers are stupid for taking losses on their crypto. Uh, Andre Iguodala, for example, I think is a brilliant guy. I think he's incredibly smart. I'm sure Andre has 50 other investments that are doing just fine. And, uh, and that's the thing about investing. This is why you spread your money out. Because if you spread your money out, 
then you're not crying because Bitcoin took a dive. You're just looking at it. You're saying, oh, we lost a lot of money on Bitcoin, but we made money here and here and here and here and here. That's what they call diversification, not putting all your eggs in one basket. So I love crypto. I think crypto is cool. I think crypto has a future. But do not be a sucker and put the bulk of your wealth in crypto. Don't be one of these people sitting on TV talking about, I, I, bought, I sold my house and got all of it in Bitcoin. Well, then you're asking for a disaster. You're asking for economic pain. You're asking to lose everything. because it, and, and when that happens, you can't look at anybody else but yourself because you set yourself up to be a sucker. Don't be a sucker. Just be smart. Got it? We're going to be smart. Give me a yes in the chat if we're going to be smart investors and not go out here and do crazy stuff. All right, guys, uh, I'm going to get out of here. But uh, just to remind you, don't forget July 7th. Uh, we begin the next Black Wealth Bootcamp, which is going to focus solely on what I call the prime, the passive recurring income machine, where I will spend four weeks showing you exactly what I do to sell covered calls to generate income for my family every week. Uh, basically, there's a process I use to pick the right stocks I want to use, uh, how I determine the risk level of those stocks, how I decide uh, what to do when, when, the, when the time period expires and rolling over the options and all that. So it's all about stock options, but not on the buy side. I already did a buy side program. Now we're going to focus heavily on the sell side, not on the side where you're picking up risk. We're going to the side where you actually reduce the risk and turn that into income. So if you'd like to go check it out, feel free to go to boyswalkins.com. Uh, take a look and it's right there at the top. And, uh, and you can decide if you'd like to join us on July 7th or not. All right, guys. So I'm out of here. I love you. I hope you guys have a great day. I hope you make a trillion dollars and uh, I will talk to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.